Do you love waves? Well, I do. Grab your surfboard and dive into some refreshing new perspectives and fun stories about Accept and Build today on the Happiness Playbook. And thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it and am so humbled by all of the feedback and the reviews and sharing. So thank you so much. And if you want to help us out, please go rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow wherever you listen to podcasts. This is one of the most helpful things you can do to spread our message and help us dominate the world with happiness. (laughs) Can't wait for today's show. It's a good one. Welcome to the Happiness Playbook, a podcast where we explore the why and how of happiness. I'm your host, Neil Hooper, and I just wanted to remind you that life is a team sport, so let's play together. For today's highlight reel, I want to point out an awesome example of letting go of the past in order to play and perform at new heights. So in Iceland, the government tested out a reduced hours work week experiment. And it was an incredible success. A trial of a 35-hour work week without a decrease in compensation or wages was tested on about 2,500 workers in Iceland and showed that the old punch-the-clocks feeding schedule may not be the most productive form of labor. The report conducted by the think tank Autonomy and the Association for Sustainability and Democracy found that negative markers like burnout, stress, necessary overtime, and disconnection with friends and family all went down, as would be expected. But the cool thing is that productivity not only remained unchanged for some, but even improved in those working shorter hours in many cases. Coming from someone who has spent time in corporate America, I am so excited to hear about these findings. And I just can't help but ask, what other parts of humanity lie waiting to be disrupted? I love this let go and play and exploration that comes along with it. And I want to see more of this kind of let go and play. Okay, so let's get into this. I love the beach so much and the very thought of letting the waves crash on my feet and feeling that sand in my toes makes me want to head to the beach like right now. We can learn so much about life and how to accept and build by observing the waves. So I want to share something cool with you. In a BBC film called The Secret Life of Waves, David Malone explains the science and mathematics behind waves and their similarity to us. He says, waves give us a window into how the world actually works, the nature of reality, because waves have a life cycle. So they're quite unlike the things we think of as objects like pebbles or cliffs. They have a birth and a death, a beginning and an end. They're a process, and that makes them much more like us. So this sounds really deep, and it kind of is, but he further explains that an ocean wave isn't a thing, it's a process. It's a visible indication that energy is on the move. There's a transfer of energy happening every time that wave crashes. 
The universe is full of waves of energy, visible and invisible. You could say the wind is an invisible form of an energy wave. These waves of energy make it all work. They make it happen, make things come and go. Understanding waves reveals the processes that govern the universe and therefore govern our life too. Waves are about the transformation of energy and so are people. Our lives are in continuous change and that's why it is so crucial to accept and build upon the energy as it comes in and out of our lives. Waves have a beginning a middle, and an end, and so do we. To deny the wave or transfer of energy at any point in its lifespan would mean ending its motion. Through the process of energy transfer, each of us come into the scene, stay a while, then go. Over time, we dissolve and disappear, just like a wave. But the experience of our coming and going leaves an impression. I tend to think of myself as an object, But in reality, I'm energy in action. Energy made visible just like these waves. I'm not a thing. I'm a process. Malone quotes Heraclitus. My gosh, if I had a tracker for every name I've butchered on this podcast, it would be a long list. (laughs) Malone quotes, Everything flows and nothing abides. Everything gives way and nothing stays fixed. But it's not only the fact that waves are a process and transfer of energy that is worth noting here. It's also the fact that with each crash of a wave on the beach, with each rise and fall of the tide, we can observe that the beach is washed clean and can start over. I don't know if you've ever built a sandcastle right on the breaking waves or close to it left and come back the next day, the sandcastle is gone. It's totally wiped out because with that tide came the waves and they were able to erase it and wash it clean. Just like a wave that is permitted to flow, a day that we receive on the metaphorical beach of life can refresh us and help us clear our minds to take a different perspective. Almost like wiping the whiteboard clean to make room for a new idea. I actually had a very powerful experience with Accept and Build back in high school. I was a part of the infamous Take Note troupe, an acting troupe, and was scheduled to compete in the Shakespeare competition in Cedar City, Utah, in the Dance Trio event. That's right. I was a dancer. Still am. Not as good as I used to be. (laughs) Before the formal competition, we actually performed our dance number for a local elementary school. It was the first time that we performed in our costumes, which were recently finished, and were also very slick. We were also on a stage that was unfamiliar and new. During a lift in the number, my partner fell and twisted her ankle, and it was really bad twist, you guys. She was in so much pain, she couldn't even walk. Like, they had to carry her off the stage. Not only did I feel bad, but all hopes of competing in the event faded from my heart. We actually had to get her in a wheelchair. I remember very vividly thinking, well, I guess we won't be competing in the dance trio. 
And you can imagine how surprised and perplexed maybe I was to overhear a conversation from the director of the troupe, who I'll just point out right now is Larie Florence, the amazing founder of Play Theory and producer of this podcast and a very dear friend of mine and mentor of mine. And she said, okay, where can we go to re-choreograph the number with her in the wheelchair? Mind you, the competition is in two days at this point. And I'm thinking, um, we're done. <laughs> she's, she's in a wheelchair. The competition is two days out. Like, is she crazy? I remember thinking that. Sorry, Larry. I know you're listening to this. Um, I did, I did ask that question. And in that moment, it seemed impossible to accept and build upon that wave crashing down on our beach that day. But lo and behold, we found an empty dance room on the campus and began choreographing the entire number with her in this wheelchair. So you can imagine where once there was a lift, now there was a push. Where once there was a sachet, now there was a a trot uh, alongside a wheelchair. And we just redid the entire thing. And got to give a very special shout out to the choreographer um, who was helping out majorly with the troupe at the time. Is Danielle Rossetti. Was Danielle. Danielle, if you're listening to this, uh, thank you so much for all of the the life lessons and all the work. You're amazing. Let's not let this be an open letter to all these people who have changed my life. But anyway, <laughs> so we re-choreographed the entire number. And when it came time to perform, you can imagine, I was nervous. I was anxious. And just to see if our hard work would even pay off. And we were the last group to perform, of course. And we gave it our all. We left nothing on that dance floor. And with a prayer in our hearts and lots of accept and build in our minds and souls, we gave an incredible performance. Not only was it our best performance, but the judges commented that it was one of the best they had seen. They had very nice things to say about us, and you can imagine how good we felt leaving that dance hall. They ended up awarding us first place in the event and made sure to compliment our effort and performance. And as validating and fun as it was to place first place in the competition, the life lesson about the importance of accepting and building upon the seemingly undesirable offers of life has never left me. I know without a doubt that our performance and offer that night was enhanced by the obstacle of the injury. It's so hard to see in the moment, but these waves always have a silver lining to them. But like everything else in life, this optimistic perspective requires practice and intentionality. For this week's pro tip, I want you in this very moment to think of a hard point from last year. This shouldn't be too difficult. I want you to think back on the hardest moment from 2020. And now I want you to take a moment to find the silver lining from that experience right now. Think of that hard time. And now, in hindsight, think of the good that has come out of that situation or experience. It might seem difficult at first, but you can always find it, I promise. The more you train your soul to seek the silver lining and have faith that things will work out, the better your contribution to life will be. 
If you're interested in hearing what one of my curveball slash hardest moments from 2020 was and how it worked out, I want you to go check out our Instagram page because I'm going to share the story there on our profile. As always, we want to hear from you. If you have a story, an idea, or feedback, head over to playtheory.org and send us a note on the contact page. We're building a community of positivity promoters and want you to be a part of it. Head over to our Facebook page and join the conversation. We should never consider our lives fixed as objects to be observed, but rather the waves, a constant flowing of energy to be experienced. Whether we leverage the wave and surf its wake or simply allow it to crash on our beach of life to clear our minds and help us see life from a different perspective, it is imperative that we accept and build upon each day as it comes. And just like the waves, some days hit harder than others and are not pleasant to accept, but it also seems silly to try stopping the waves from crashing on the beach, doesn't it? Never forget that happiness is a skill and life is a team sport. Catch you next week.